0: Sure, your phone is amazing, but it's not amazing at playing music in your car. Car CarThing, Spotify's hardware device, is. Easier access to all your playlists, podcasts, and everything you love, with no lock screen or other distractions. CarThing from Spotify.
1: Hello, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase with your hosts, Rita and Mel. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment
2: Showcase. Today, our special guest is Brandon T. Adams, who's a speaker, a coach, um, a video marketer, and just an all-round excellent person. Welcome to the show, Brandon. Welcome.
1: Hey, thank you for having me on the show. Really excited to be here today. Great.
0: So, who is Brandon T. Adams, in your own words?
1: (laughs) Brandon T. Adams is a uh, powerful, loving man that uh, is married has uh, no kids, niece and nephew, loves dearly, and family, originally from Iowa, and I I guess I'm just a a motivated, driven guy to make a big impact in the world through the talents that I have, and I'm always looking to better myself and, and help other people in a positive way.
2: Great. Amazing. Amazing stuff. So I know there's, you've got some really interesting stories, one of which was about your very first business. Can you tell the viewers about this journey into your first business and also how you went about investing into it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So my first ever like endeavor, I guess, business, I was in the ice business. So I sold packaged ice for a living, sold Ice to different convenience stores, bars, restaurants—you name it. So it's cool because I got to meet a lot of young entrepreneurs, like mom and pop businesses, and, and got to see so many different kinds of things. Where I kind of went in my own endeavor was I—I I wanted to bring another product to the the business. I wanted to bring uh, an invention called Arctic Stick to cool and flavor drinks. And so that's what I did. I uh, took that product, spent a lot of time and energy, put over 100 grand into it. Um, I I learned a lot. Let's just say that I learned from fundraising, pitching, um, and it ultimately led me to getting in the crowdfunding space. So I launched a product, went on Amazon. We didn't sell much of it, but it did teach me how to communicate and taught me how to raise money. And it led me into crowdfunding and video production. So I'm grateful for that experience, um, but it was it was definitely a journey.
0: It sounds like a journey that you had to go on to actually – get you to where you are today and obviously you must have like taken a lot of lessons but also it sounds like a lot of energy from
1: yeah doing all that
0: and that experience
1: there is you know you look at I've interviewed a lot of people too and, and you look at whatever you call success like successful people people that perform at a higher level we all have our own versions of success whatever that may mean to you or me we all have our own versions. as long as I feel that you're going after that version and achieving it at your highest level. That's what I think we all should do as humans. Um, but I'll tell you what I found out and for myself and even high level people is when you are going after something, it may not actually work how you planned it, but if you can take those lessons and pivot and turn it into a success, that is where the real money is. So in this example here, you look at and went after this invention, spend a hundred grand on it. Some people would say you spent a hundred thousand dollars on this product. You got maybe a $10,000 return. That's maybe what I did in sales and nothing ever else happened with it. But here's what happened. Mm. I learned so much about business, about pitching, raising money that I went on to raise over $60 million for various companies. I, I went on to take this talent and create a business out of helping people raise money, but also It got me in front of the camera i went on to do tv shows i went on to win some emmys and these other things and that couldn't have happened if i didn't go through that experience of that business endeavor and and learning those lessons and then in life we have to learn from our temporary defeats and and if we can learn to make the right pivots and and do something with it that's where the success happens
2: yeah Amazing. absolutely yeah, yeah. so obviously throughout that journey just to pick on a, a, a few things there um, surely you must have gone through a point where you're thinking oh what am I doing this well this is so difficult what got you through the mm-hmm. difficulties and did you feel like that sometimes
1: oh a lot yeah <laughs> uh, we all we all do as humans even like you look at people that have built up a lot of wealth it, that doesn't mean like they don't have problems either we all do we have our own problems. It's, it's really having this champion mindset and surrounding yourself in a positive atmosphere. So a couple very specific things I did that listeners can do is when I was going through the tough times in business and whatnot, um, I, I, I went to the gym a lot. I exercised. Um, so that was one thing that helped me stay positive because when I got done working out, like it, I felt more powerful, but also it's proven to exercise. It works a certain part of your brain that makes you happier and it makes you more creative. So that's one thing. Secondly, I'm always consuming my mind with positive things. So reading books, listening to audiobooks, even when I am in the gym, I'm listening to like motivational content that drives me. Yeah. So it's like, I'm again, putting positive thoughts. Yeah. And then the other thing is I always surrounded myself with the right people. Mm-hmm. When I was around people that were always like going after big things and, and building me up, it helped me during the tough times. And I, I got to say, my wife, even well, as girlfriend, then fiance, and then wife, it, she was a big driver for me because I say she picked me up when I was down. Because yeah. everybody's looking to me, and there's well, when I needed help, she was there to kind of support me. So it's having those positive influences in your life that can help you get through. And one quote by Napoleon Hill mm-hmm. is: "He says our our brightest days are just beyond our darkest nights." You think of our greatest successes happen just beyond our, our biggest failures. And I've I've found that to be true in life. Sometimes when I was challenged and I thought that it was going to be the end of me, I kept going. And right beyond that, I had one of my biggest wins. And because I've experienced that multiple times in my life now, I know it's a part of the journey. And hey, it's happening for me. And how can I use that to, to my advantage? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. Because a lot of us... Um, tend to react to life but it's you know i think it's very important that we don't just react but we actually perceive it in a different light like you did mm-hmm. with you know your first business you, you changed how the outcome was to your own advantage and it sounds like you know mindset is a key here do you want to talk more about mindset for
1: us yeah it's your what you said is 100 right i look at it's happening for me, not against me. Yeah, I think if if one person could take their situation, same situations, and they could say, I couldn't do this, because this happened to me. And they could say, I had to do it because this happened to me. And so like, it's a different way of looking at things like some people, they grow up with no money in a bad neighborhood. And they can make that the reason why they went on and, and did bad things and went to jail or they can make that the reason why they never wanted to go through that again and they became super successful. Yeah. You think about that. It's how you look at the story in the situation and how you portray it. And you look at it, this is happening for me. How can I use this in a positive way? Having that mindset will get you positive results. And when you do have something that goes wrong for you, for me, it's like, okay, God, what, what do I learn here? Yeah. What can I do to make this... Help me further, there's a reason for it, and there always is a reason. And the mindset is a big thing. I mean, again, your thoughts determine what you want. And I'm all about like, you believe it, you can do it. That's true. You got to put the action in. It, yeah. it doesn't just like, can't <laughs> just meditate and it comes. You got to actually put action into it. And so I, I'm all about putting again, putting a plan in place, having positive influence in your life, having discipline, and making sure you put in the reps every day whether that's, again, could be going to the gym every day or it's making phone calls or doing three podcast interviews a day. What is that? Mm-hmm. And and just sticking with that plan. And, and you're going to find success your own way. I mean, and it's also a numbers game. I mean, I have a lot of calls I do every day. I do interviews. This is, I think, my fourth interview today. I, I have radio shows. I have different things that I do because I know these are the certain things that will move the needle to get me towards my long-term goal. And so- yeah. says a big part.
2: Amazing. Mm-hmm. How do you keep your energy up? Like, is there anything that you do? Is it, is it exercise plus nutrition or just general?
1: 10 shots of espresso a day every day. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, <laughs> I do like espresso though. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it, it's again, what we're talking about. I, the one big thing I do is I exercise in the morning and it's whether I go for a run or go work out in the gym. It's like my thing that I conquer at the beginning of the day that gets me ready. Because, yeah. I mean, there's mornings I do not wanna wake up. It, it's four, qu- this morning, four, quarter to five, 4.45 a.m. I don't, yeah. I wanna stay in bed, but I know that if I go to the gym, I'm gonna feel better and I'm gonna have a more powerful day. Mm-hmm. So that is one thing that has helped me get energy throughout the day. And then keeping my mind on things. like when you're busy you don't got time to be tired exactly. i mean you just you, you, you're going 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 and you've got yeah. these different tasks you're working towards something you do need to have a goal in life mm-hmm. because when you're working towards something you're growing and that's going to give you energy if you're lost and you don't know what you're doing that that's not good that's stagnant you're you're not yeah. moving you're you're lost and you're you feel like you have no hope for where you're going as humans we need to grow And if we're just doing a little bit more every day that gets me closer, you're going to you're going to feel more fulfilled and you're going to have more energy.
2: Absolutely. A lot of us as well get to this point where we're so comfortable and there is no growth. So it's really important, just like what you said, and we totally 100 percent agree with Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to ask you a question from that. If
0: someone is actually uncertain as to what they wanna do, they know they're destined for something bigger, but they're uncertain Mm -hmm. as to where shall I start? What would you say
1: to them? I would tell them, don't just sit around wondering what you're gonna do, go do something. And then you'll eventually figure it out. That's one thing I always did. I always took action, I always tried different things. And sometimes I was going a million directions, but I would much rather do that than just sit there and not do anything. Don't get me wrong, when you get to certain levels of foundational built up of success and things, there's times where you gotta sit and look and see what you need to do. But for most people out there that are trying to figure out what they want, um, go do something, figure out what are your interests? What are some things that you're interested in and go try them and take those talents and use them to other things. Again, it goes back to my, my story of when I was doing the ice business and then I had this endeavor I was going after, I was going after something and along the way, my advice to people out there, while you're going after something, listen, listen to feedback from people, listen to feedback to what you're learning and the opportunities and keep your eyes open because you might come across something that can be bigger than what you're going after. And ultimately that's what happens. When people are going after one thing, taking action, they're opened up to a bigger thing And even my mentor said to them early on, they believed in me. I was motivated. And you know, Braden, this may not be your thing, but I think you're going to do something. And they were right. I just did it in a different way, not the thing that I thought I was going to do.
2: Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. So kind of now going moving forward into um your documentary series that you did with your with your now wife, um Success in Your City, talk to us about that journey. How what what is the program about and also yeah. what was the journey to actually creating this docu-series?
1: Yeah, it was a long journey. Uh, I just got done doing a couple of shows and and I, to go right at the beginning, I was sitting on a beach, which I would love to go back to now. Um, in uh, Puerto Rico, Santa a beach with my girlfriend, now wife, um, and we were wondering what we're going to do next. Like, what's the next thing we're going to do? And we're having a pina colada and enjoying it. And I had this idea, which I had always thought of in the back of my mind, to go live in 12 cities in 12 months. I always had that in my mind. I don't know where I got that from, but it was an idea I had. Yeah. And I said, why don't we go live in 12 cities in 12 months next year? And that was 2017, looking into 2018, we're going to start in January. And say, like, oh, I'm able to we'll do that. And I'm like, why don't we create a TV series around it? Because I was all about creating content. At that time I really wanna be in front of the camera, build a brand, and, and also like create something unique
2: mm-hmm. and of
1: value. I always wanna document the journey. And so most people on a beach, when they're drinking pina coladas, they have an idea, they go home and nothing happens. We took action. We got home, we started brainstorming the cities, we got, started thinking about what we were going to do. We started thinking about how we're going to fund this, sponsors, what's it going to be about. And then we got a team. We got our executive producers, Jeff Hoffman from Priceline.com, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, got our director who had won multiple awards. We brought a team together and we started creating the idea of what this would become and had no name at that time. Eventually became known as Success in Your City. December 1st or not December December 27th, we left her at that time living in Iowa. We left her home and we went in to create this series. We lived in Scottsdale, Arizona, our first city. We filmed the first episode, raised some money for the community, did some cool things. We were doing good. And then we got challenged. That's where we got into our next city for the show. And then we realized, well, a couple things. One, we had some business obstacles we had to deal with. Financially, it was hitting hard, but then we just had a complete, like like you get punched and dropped, And we were sitting there almost gonna lose everything, Wow. and and not knowing what we're going to do next almost wanting to throw on the towel and quit yeah and so we didn't we fought through it and a couple things happened that allowed us to get funding and continue with the journey so that led to doing other cities we end up filming it was a five-part series we lived in we lived in six cities in that year um five-part series we did travel through 43 states we didn't quite live in 12 um but we went after something and, and that all became a series. We released the first episode back in 2019 in the theater, then went on to Amazon Prime, released other episodes. But then now we're in a position where we actually got a distribution deal through network where it's on Bespoke TV and Direct TV that we're releasing this year. But along the way of waiting, we, uh, we created a book called The Road to Success, How to Achieve Success in Business, mm-hmm. Life, and Love, which told the story of the journey. And so- what an idea on a beach was turning into an Emmy Award-winning show, a best-selling book, and an experience unlike any other. And it really shares a story of other people's own versions of success.
2: That is it's amazing, beautiful, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Sorry, yeah, that's just excellent. Um, <laughs> Thank um, you. So that must have been that must have felt really overwhelming at the time. I mean, obviously, after getting Emmy Awards as well. I mean, what it must have felt surreal for you, for you both, I guess, as a couple.
1: It was very emotional. I mean, when we won our first Emmy, it was, uh, it was in front of a bunch of people during COVID, our recent Emmy that we won. It was virtual, so we didn't get to have the whole experience, but it was still cool. I mean, when you, it's not even about the trophy. I mean, it's cool and all, but the, here's the thing. It's about achieving something of excellence in that space and doing it at the highest level. And when you go up on stage and you share the things and, and your thank you speech and you look, it's like everything you did in life to get to that point you think about. The sacrifices, almost losing everything, people saying their idea was gonna suck, like everything. Oh, this has never been done before. And so that kind of flows through it in my way. It's like, ah, we did it. We showed you in a way, like we showed you what's possible. And so it's a very emotional, exciting feeling the high. One thing I've learned to catch myself is I was gonna first sometimes would have that high of success And then instantly, I would think about what's next. So I've learned to enjoy the experience, appreciate it. And yes, go on to other things, but really enjoy those experiences. And and those are the things we work towards. But also, it's only 1% of the whole thing. Life is 99% journey and experiences. So you have to enjoy the journey. Otherwise, if you're not enjoying the journey, and you're just going for that, that one moment, those moments that happen, it's going to be a very unfulfilling life. So yeah. make sure you enjoy the journey because that's the best part. Yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, yeah. I love it. So obviously, again, it's that growth process that is coming through because obviously through throughout your journey in terms of this, you both went through this whole growth and these changes that were coming through. How, I mean, I guess this might sound like a silly question, but how did it change you as mm. two
1: individuals? Many ways. Um, it it brought us together more. It changed how we looked at success. Um, we ended up. I mean, when we got halfway through filming the show, we ended up going all in. I I sold my house. I, we sold ninety nine percent of our material things. Um, we I actually sold a couple of businesses. One that had been in my family for thirty years. Uh, I went through this whole like pivot in life, and uh, it made me realize that. Like I, life is very short and and you have to do the things that you love mm-hmm. and you, you just got to do it. Not, don't think about it. Don't talk. Just do it. And so that's one thing. But also doing meaningful things. It's not just about money. I love money and I love making money and I love making money to do good with that money. But it can't just be about the money mm-hmm. because if it is, it's going to be a long life. And some people, they go down that path. And what we learn from other people too is everything had something to do, their success was around contribution, making contribution to the community, making contribution through their talents, using their success to make a platform for their people. And that's one thing my wife and I do today is everything, our success and the money we make, we find ways to give back, whether ra- random acts of kindness, giving to a church or even giving, we have a, a nonprofit that I'm board of where we give to children that are in uganda we provide them food and, and water and things like that so there's got to be something contribution because i i really think that we all have a gift and if we don't use that gift to build abundance to help other people we're doing a disservice to ourselves and people around us yeah yeah,
2: yeah. it's all about that body mind soul connection you got yeah. got to be able yeah. to give to get back but not just give to get back if that makes sense <laughs>
1: yeah no totally
2: yeah So um, I guess another question that um, always comes to the forefront of our minds is because we interview a lot of like people within the arts and entertainment industry um, and generally obviously after Covid and even a bit of pre-Covid a lot of people were a little bit demotivated due to you know not getting any work or it was really difficult for them to really show themselves. What would you say you know what do you think that Would you say that there's something holding them back from kind of making it? Like, what would you say would be that success factor to kind of move forward and kind of make a success of themselves?
1: Yeah, reinvent yourself. I mean, Mm. I took the very different route. Like you look at Hollywood, you look at actors, movies and all that. What did I do? I took the route of, I will create it myself. Every show I've done or the movie that I did produce was a part of. It was, I took my fundraising skills and use that and my connections to not only raise money for a project, but to execute on it. So every show that I was a host of, I was the one that made it happen with my own ways to make money and do that, even for the movie aspect. And so I'm not saying for those out there that want to get more work in the entertainment space to go just create their own show, but that could be an option. I mean, we live in a world with social media and YouTube and everything that you can, with your phone, create regular content, publish it to the world, Build a community and use that community to you could grow into something bigger. Like you look at some of the big YouTube stars, because they built a raving audience, they were getting roles into other movies or roles in companies. Uh, you create your own luck, yeah, and, and don't be afraid to reinvent yourself along the way. Love yeah. it, yeah.
2: brilliant, excellent. So, if you had one more question that we've got here, if you were to give advice to your younger self
1: what would it be? Yeah, uh, a a few things. The first one is, uh, depending on how young, uh, go read the book, Thinking You're Rich by Napoleon Hill. It'll give you the foundational blueprint for your success. Um, That's one of them because it's just principles based on achieving whatever you set your mind to. Uh, The other one is, don't give a shit what people think of you. Try not to let people care too much about what others think of them, whether sometimes it's your own family members, friends, whoever care about what you want because in a day like you have to deal with you for the rest of your life but you may not know those are other people so be more focused on what you can do and don't let other people influence you in the negative way maybe in the positive way but not the negative way yeah. and and other thing is figure out what you really want in life we talked about this before yeah. you may not know exactly what you want right away but at least write down the things you enjoy doing take action towards them and then once you actually figure out what you want I always say, find somebody who's already achieved that in their own way and find a way to get mentorship from them or get into business with them and they will help you get there quicker than anything else. That is the exact blueprint that I followed in my life and it allowed me to kind of, I, I say it's a golden ticket to the Willy Wonka line. It got me to the front of the line. Yes, it took five or six years to get to that point, but those five or six years, Got me 20, 30 years ahead of what most people would get to doing on their own.
0: Yeah. And age is not a factor, right?
1: (laughs) No, it's not. I'm 32. I'm going strong and I'm just getting started.
2: That's awesome. Amazing stuff. (laughs) Great. Um, so just one last thing. Where can our viewers find more about you? So they can get you can get more followers and obviously they get to follow your positive
1: content. Yeah. Hey, I, I love, feel free, by the way, DM me on social. My handle everywhere is at Brandon T Adams. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it, Brandon T. Adams. And then my website is Brandon T. Adams. Anybody can go there, check out all the cool videos I got, the content and, and the free advice that we provide. Perfect,
2: Excellent. Excellent. Thank you Thank so you, much, Brandon, yeah, for been being great. a guest. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much.
1: It's an honor. Take care. Take
2: care.
1: We hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. After months of reviewing thousands of documents and conducting hundreds of interviews behind closed doors, the House January 6th committee hearings are underway. Tune in to C-SPAN as committee members question key witnesses about what transpired and why during the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Get the hearing schedule on our website at cspan.org and watch our coverage on the free C-SPAN Now app. Or listen on your smart speaker by saying play C-SPAN Radio. C-SPAN, your unfiltered view of government.